Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Hey everybody, welcome to another edition of Craft Brewed Sports. I am Mike, with me, as always, sitting over here is my main man, Scott. This is Craft Brewed Sports, a proud member of the Loudmouth Network. Scott, ready to tap this keg of sports knowledge? Sir, you pump, I shall pour. <laughs> we, we made it! We made it. Woo! Little, 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 late. little rough getting here, but you we're, know, we're well, here. that's we're, what we're, Hey, we're, we're doing the pod on CP time. <laughs> Day early, but late on the time. <laughs> CP. All right, guys, this has been Craft Fruit Sports. <laughs> <laughs> made Mike uncomfortable. We're out. Yeah, that'll do it for us. Uh, you can follow us on Twitter. No, that's it. Wouldn't that be awesome if I just ended the show right there? Like, I was just like... Off an uncomfortable racist comment. (laughs) Yeah, it would be. Oh, shit. Well, you're here, man. It's been... We've both had a rough night, so this is going to be a good good show. Yep, we're going to make up for it right here, right now. (sighs) Yeah, let's hope the dryer doesn't, like, buzz in the middle of this episode. If you guys hear the dryer buzz, sorry. It's my dog's fault for pissing all over the bed. (laughs) 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 Yeah, those dogs, the kids, uh, it's been a night. I'm, I plan on getting drunk enough that I want to piss in the bed tonight. That's, <laughs> Does your wife know about that? Nope. Oh, okay, cool. She's going to find out. <laughs> <laughs> in the most unfortunate way possible. My cousin, what a lucky woman. <laughs> my cousin once pissed on his mom and dad's bed when he lived uh, back home. He got hammered drunk, went into their room while he was drunk, and pissed on their bed, like stood on the, at the corner and pissed in their bed. That's fantastic. <laughs> Reminds me That's of my bed getting pissed on. Well, my Xbox, rather, in college. That's <laughs> you know that story, right? I don't think so. D-Fran pissing on my Xbox. That's amazing. Woke up in the middle of the night, hear, heard piss hitting something. I wake up and I'm dude, you're pissing on my Xbox. He's drunk, half out of it. Huh? That's cool. That the, is No, the amazing. most impressive part was he stopped midstream. No pinching, no nothing. <laughs> Just like stopped midstream, drunk and half sleep. Walked in the bathroom. <laughs> Finished pissing all over the floor, <laughs> and then got into bed like nothing happened. Remembered none of it. Oh shit! I love it. That's yeah. That's, that's one of those classic amazing. ones. All the Xavier, all, all the Xavier peeps know that. One. <laughs> now, now you're in the club. Holy shit! Well, this is uh, we got a good beer this week to to get you to that level. Uh, this week we are drinking Panther Hollow Vanilla Porter. By Millersburg Brewing. So I know right off the bat, people are going to laugh that I got another porter for the show. <laughs> but in my in my defense, I actually bought a different beer to start with. 
and we'll talk about that after Upper Deck. I want to I want to get into that because I have a big beef with what happened with my beer purchasing adventure. <laughs> this is a good one. Oh, I'm so pissed off. I like about y- it. your uh, comparison <laughs> when you told me about it. That it was a very apt comparison. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna hold on to that one. But this beer, so I. When I went back into the uh, the store to buy a beer for the show, I saw this one, and all I saw was Millersburg Brewing, and I was like, I'm in, I'm buying it, I don't even care which one it is, I love all of their beers. I actually did a show at Millersburg Brewing a couple years ago with my buddy Kai, uh, we were doing our taproom takeover shows, and we did one at Millersburg, and uh, I had no idea what to expect, because that is like deep in the heart of Amish country in Ohio, Ooh. just... I was like, did they, are we allowed to set up microphones? <laughs> like, I don't, I don't know the rules here, uh, but they were super cool at the, brewery, uh, at the brewery. They let us come in. They let us do the show. They let us drink for free. That's um, the key. Yep, I was on board. <laughs> I didn't hear anything before you said free. I heard Amish, and then I heard free. <laughs> After that, uh, or before that, whatever. They, they like, took us on a tour, too, beforehand, and they like showed us like where they store everything. They showed us all the tanks, all the fermenters, everything. So it was a, that was a really cool spot. And the brewery itself used to be on the, the one floor. It was an old grocery store. And then above it was a bowling alley. Say what? Right. A little weird, right? (laughs) That's, it's kind really of, weird. Yeah, it's, I would think maybe flip-flop right. would make a little bit more sense. Either way, still doesn't... Uh, no, it'd still be weird, yeah. <laughs> but it, it would kind of just logistically make gonna, a little bit more sense. I'm going to go hit up store. the grocery store and uh, maybe throw, throw a little balls a little bit. <laughs> uh, but uh, they repurposed... Throw gutter balls. <laughs> they repurposed a lot of it, so they used a lot of the, the lanes for the, the bar top. They used that to... So the bar top is actually the old bowling alley lanes, and all the shoe rental stuff Sounds is resourceful at least. Fuck yeah, man! They know what they're doing. They're Amish. They can <laughs> <laughs> they put up barns with their bare hands. <laughs> they can figure out the logistics of a bowling alley and a grocery store. <laughs> Fuck it. My favorite part though of the whole weekend, besides staying in the haunted hotel in Millersburg, uh, was we went to Walmart. Alex actually came with me. My wife came with me on the show for the show, and. She had forgotten something, so we had to run to Walmart, which, thank God, they had a Walmart, because I was like, mm, you're fucked. If you don't have that, right. that doesn't exist here. You can't make it yourself. Uh, and They had spots where you can park the horse and buggy at Walmart. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> Just real quick. Yes. Matt, Matt wanted to let us know that hockey's so bad that he's watching. He's watching <laughs> us. So at least we're number two in line behind <laughs> hockey because he's a Yankees fan and I know that they're playing Boston right now. Yeah. So that's an option. And hey, thanks, Matt. Fuck yeah. Thanks, Go fuck Matt. yourself, but thank you. <laughs> uh, anyways, this beer. So Panther Vanilla Porter, uh, Panther Hollow Vanilla Porter, obviously a, a, a porter. Is this a horse or a donkey? It's a horse. They put that horse on all of their, that's like their logo. So they put that horse on all Looks of like their Looks like a cans. bandit. <laughs> I got a rose in its, its teeth, and I think they dress the, the them up. Zorro mask on. I think they dress them up differently in every can, like depending on the beer. It um, was Amish. They're creative. They are. They are. Can't drive cars or showers, <laughs> but they can be real creative with their their horses on their oh, beer. Shit. Well, this is a. It's a six point two five percent ABV porter. This has got a nice kick. Doesn't um, taste like it. No, it really doesn't. It's good. Smooth. Smooth. We'll see how it holds up. <laughs> <laughs> Initial impressions, though, you're you're liking it so far. Yes, uh, not heavy. Yeah, at all. Yeah, I don't. I don't. 
you know how porters are. They're kind of heavy, and they're usually winter beers, but this one goes down smooth, and I don't taste a lot of booze at all. I definitely can taste the vanilla. I like that. Yeah, there's a lot of vanilla flavor in this one. That's good. Um, I like my vanilla porters to actually taste like vanilla. Taste, yeah, to have You're going to have some dinosaurs too. on your dinosaur tour, right? <laughs> Yeah, that's me when it comes to vanilla porters, and I sip them, and I'm like, yeah. You, you do plan to have vanilla in your vanilla porter, right? <laughs> this is our vanilla porter. Uh, it tastes like coffee. Wait, wait yeah. what? <laughs> Here's a vanilla porter. It mostly tastes like chocolate. But it's supposed to be vanilla. Well, nuts. We failed. Uh, Joe saying, let's go Gwyn's. They're having a good game right now. All right. Defending home ice, I, well, just like just like the I Predators guess, did. I guess the game is good if you're a Penguins fan or cheering for the Penguins because this is a fucking oh. Shellacking. Before I loaded this up, I saw Jim going nuts. He's enjoying himself. He's <laughs> total Penguin fan, and he's he's loving it. When nice. he listens to the show on Monday, he'd be like, "Yeah, I loved it." <laughs> they play again what Sunday? So. Is it Sunday? I mean, I'm just throwing that it out there. It might be Saturday. It could be, because you have every other day. No, because there's a travel day in there, so it probably is Sunday. Yeah, it's one of the two. Oh, and I was told that by Tyson, yeah. make sure we pronounce it correctly. He said a lot of people do it, but it's a pet peeve. Stanley Cup final. There's oh, no S. there is no S. Yeah, and I didn't know that. I'm like, I pronounced it. You know what's funny? Google didn't That's even know it. it. Earlier, I typed. I was typing <laughs> in just to see what it did, and it immediately, you know, did Stanley Cup Finals. And I'm like, okay, so maybe uh, it was like Tyson. You know, I Is think he, he fucking was with you? No. And then I so I hit enter, and when it brings it up, it it you know the NHL has it listed like right there. It says Stanley Cup Final. Yeah. I'm like, oh no, I mean he won. I didn't think that Tyson was bullshitting me, but I was. It was weird. I'm like, I guess Google enough people search Stanley Cup Finals that that's what it thought I wanted to type and. That's what it was, but it is well, Stanley Cup final after the Stanley Cup playoffs. Cue the, uh, cue the, the more, more you know, know Rainbow. Star. Right. <laughs> right. All the way. Uh, if you've got any of that sweet knowledge to drop on the show, hit us up. Joe said it's Sunday, so there you go. Okay, good. Thanks, Joe. Appreciate that. Thanks for helping us out. Um, Dropping them knowledge bombs. We are going to open up the uh, the drunk line, 44037-DRUNK. We're going to open that up right after we do Upper Deck. Um <laughs> Uh, yeah, I'll, we've I'll, got a lot to get to this week. So, so much to get let's, to. Let's uh, upper deck it, shall yes. we? Thursday night show, and we had to cut stories. It's fucking amazing. Right. <laughs> we're we're kind of pretty excited about that. But more importantly, as always, Upper Deck is brought to you by Audible.com. Fans of Craft Root Sports can get a free 30-day trial membership to Audible, complete with a free audiobook download. Even if you cancel the membership within the 30 days, you still keep the audiobook. To get that free audiobook and test out the Audible service, go to audibletrial.com slash craftrootsports. That's audibletrial.com slash craftrootsports. Or just go to our website, craftrootsports.com, and click on the Audible trial link in the menu bar now i know my man jr is watching and listening and he's a brett Favre fan and we start off with nfl news kind of but let Before? me be 100 percent clear fuck brett Favre, <laughs> right in the ass with the rusty hook never have liked that guy fuck brett Favre. but this story was too classic not to talk about so earlier this week Favre was at a speaking engagement when he revealed that during his second years of starter in green bay he didn't know something that the average NFL fan could probably tell you. Says Favre, I would always sit in these meetings, and if you don't know what's going on, the trick is to act like you do. And Fake I'm going to say you make it. Right, which makes total sense. 
Except for when you hear what he didn't know, you're like, what? <laughs> and I'm and I'm the starting quarterback, and Coach Mike Holmgren would be up there, and he'd say, all right, look, guys, he's writing nickel defenses in. We're going to do this, and we're going to attack this. I'd always be sitting there going, I hear this nickel defense all the time, but I'm not real sure what it is. Wait for it. That, <laughs> it gets better. Then he'd throw me for a loop, and he'd say, long yarded situation, dime comes in. Dime? The hell is dime? They would say over, under, front, and you got this, 3-4, and I was afraid to ask. I'm the starter. Ty Detmer was over there. (laughs) After about a second year, finally I said, I just got to know. Ty, I got to ask you a question. Ty was about as goofy as I was, he says. What's that? (laughs) I say, what's the nickel defense? He's just real (laughs) quiet. He asks, you serious? I said, yeah, I'm serious. He says... Well, that's basically when they take out a linebacker and bring in a DB. I said, that's it. He said, that's it. I said, who gives a shit? (laughs) Wow. Well, Brett, I I mean, (laughs) who gives a shit is probably the people that were drawing up the plays and hoping that you knew the playbook. Uh, I'm guessing Mike Holmgren gave a shit. I'm guessing the people who were writing that check gave a shit whether or not you know that. I'm guessing there's a lot of people that gave a shit that weren't you. Right. (laughs) Um, So, wow. But, I mean, even I know what the fucking nickel and dime defense is just from playing Madden. I was going to say my nephews know from second grade and first grade. Four defensive backs or three defensive backs. And that means (laughs) that somebody's going to come off the field. Usually the linebacker. I mean, I don't know how you get to the NFL. Okay, so it's his second year in Green Bay. He's already played the one year in Green Bay, and he already had gotten drafted by Atlanta. Well, that's a crazy thing. So he's a few years into this NFL thing. That's the craziest thing. When I first, when you first told me about the story, I was like, okay, his second year, that's bad. That's pretty bad. But it was actually his third year. Yes, in his the third NFL. year in the league. But I mean, I mean, take he's been away... playing football his entire life. You right. Know <laughs> I'm just, I'm just gonna say, but you take away that, and wait a minute, you you got through college not knowing what a nickel and dime defense was. If you, I mean, if you really step back, like. After watching Brett Favre now for his career, it makes like, total oh, sense. Yeah. No, there's no, yeah, he had it's no the, idea what the fuck he was. There's doing. a reason why he leads the league and has the record set for most interceptions yeah. thrown because he didn't know there was an extra yeah. fucking defender on the and field. He was just the like, time. oh, it, oh, that guy's there. <laughs> yeah. Didn't wish see him. I should have known that. Uh, we told you Dime was coming in, Brett. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Who gives a shit? <laughs> <laughs> Unbelievable. I can't even imagine. Dude won a Super Bowl, though. Uh, it's going to be in the Hall of Fame. How, how does that happen? And what does that say for the rest of the quarterbacks? Yeah, that in, you, in the, right. In, like in football now, especially, that just suck. There's there's like two or three guys in the NFL that are worth a damn. And the rest of it, and you assume you know they the, all know what a nickel and dime defense the is. The scariest thing to me is everybody assumes that the quarterback is the smartest guy on the field. Like the quarterbacks have that idea that they're like – that. They are the smart ones on the field. Everybody else is dumber than the quarterback. And if your quarterback is that dumb, how dumb is everybody else? Right. Extra dumb. <laughs> you just got a bunch of meatheads. Coach, me me play ball now. Right. You're on defense. Sit down. Okay, coach. Who gives a shit? <laughs> uh, Gary said, guys, nickel and dime. He attended Southern Mississippi. They've never seen an actual nickel or dime. <laughs> Which is fair, but again, man, I, I just I, I, 
I fucking love it. I love Gary. I know how that happened. Thanks for listening on your vacation, Gary. Appreciate it, man. Uh, let's go into some NHL news since we got some hockey fans listening right now. Um, this isn't quite an NHL story, kind of. Anyways, the Predators aren't the only story out of Nashville this week. Um, two two boys from the NFL were partying in Nashville, Rob and Rex Ryan. <laughs> anytime, I, th- I feel like anytime you get Rob and Rex Ryan together, it's going to be a fucking shit show. Like those two goofy bastards together, it's going to be absolutely awful. And uh, this week was Someone's no exception. going to be sucking toes. <laughs> Don't get ahead of us. Uh, <laughs> sorry, sorry, sorry. So Rob and Rex were at Margaritaville in Nashville, and they were pounding some beers, taking pictures with people. At one point, there was a video that was posted on Instagram that shows both of the brothers getting into a scuffle with some bro at the bar. So they're like fighting kids at the bar. They're getting hammered, just being the Ryan brothers. Uh, but that's not where this story is amazing. Apparently, there was a bachelorette party at the bar, and they drew the attention of the brothers Ryan. Rex reportedly told one girl in the group, no joke, this is what she claims he actually said, she has nice feet. Like I said. (laughs) So I guess the girls all took a picture with the guys. Rex apparently liked the picture, asked that the girl send it to him, so she texted him the picture, and as they were leaving, Rex winks at the girl whose feet drew his eye, and he said, you know what I like. (laughs) (laughs) Back shots. You know what I like. <laughs> I fucking lost it when I read this story. <laughs> I'm like, don't you have a tattoo of Mark Sanchez on you? Is that what you like? <laughs> I just, I want to know like what was going through his head. Like, here's this bachelorette party that these girls are going to be like, oh yeah, you are the foot fetish guy. <laughs> no, they don't know what he likes. Well, I was You're just, just going to say, I was like, most old fucker. Right, most girls don't follow football and certainly not that type of football news that would that, that they, they would have any yeah. idea what the hell he was talking about. Right. So you just come off as a total weirdo and yeah, creepy fucker for lack of a better phrase like you said. So good though. Like they look they look like such slobs just sitting there pounding beers at the bar. Just fucking slobbed out being fat and gross hitting on teenage girls. Oh god. <laughs> Isn't isn't Rex married too? Uh, like yeah, he's, he he's is married. Yeah, it is. Oh, he's trolling for for that young. He likes them younger feats. <laughs> <laughs> couple of bros, though. Literally, <laughs> couple of bros. Aren't they too old for this shit? Dude? That's what I'm saying. Like getting uh, fighting with kids and like hitting on bachelorette, sucking parties. toes. Like, come on, man. Grow up, man. Rob, cut your fucking hair, man. <laughs> That's the least of the concerns of this story. Rob Ryan looks like every character from Sons of Anarchy, just not badass. He just like looks dirty right. and like, oh yeah, you you probably would ride a motorcycle if you wouldn't fall off of one. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Anyways, the Ryan family. If you're in Nashville, be buddy, careful. buddy's turning in his grave. That's, <laughs> that's all you can say about that. Oh shit! Well, in other NHL news, kind of, <laughs> which we love. Uh, for those of you unfamiliar with the goings on in the NHL, um, the Edmonton Oilers have been pretty awful for the last decade at playing hockey. Uh, this year was actually their first year of making the playoffs since 2007, and kudos to them for making it to the second round. Hurrah! Uh, we tell you all that to tell you this little ditty. Uh, Loretta Warkin, 
is for lack of a better phrase an Oilers super fan unfortunately for her and the Oilers Loretta passed away on this past May 30th in her obituary though she left a strong message for her favorite hockey team a snippet of said obituary from the Edmonton Journal reads she was grumpy and fiery till the end Somehow she was survived by two fat kids and one grumpy old kid. In passing, she joins her husband and son, both of whom she can now tell again to go soak your heads, whatever that means. Well, Probably okay. some Canadian way of go fuck yourself. Yeah. Uh, no service, but she warns the Oilers that they better win next year because she's not above haunting Rogers Palace, <laughs> which is where the Oilers play, and it just recently opened up within the last year. So, if they don't get their shit together, they have the ghost of an 85-year-old woman to look forward to haunting their asses. Dude, this lady sounds like my grandma. Like, so much 100%. pressure, 100%. <laughs> if you're the Oilers, what the fuck, man? We thought we were doing good. Now this old-ass lady, what, wants us to hoist the cup or she's going to haunt us? What's she going to do, though? Like, haunt them! Yeah, but what, what's she going to do? I don't know, man, but you want an 85-year-old <laughs> woman haunting you? You want to find out? Let them know. I'll pass. I you know, when I heard this story, I was thinking to myself, "Yeah, I would, I would fucking haunt Notre Dame Stadium until they win a national championship, which would probably be forever. So I'd be stuck in Nash- at Notre Dame Stadium forever. But like, what would I do? Just like throw the helmets out of the lockers? Be like, boo, <laughs> boo, uh, and cue everybody saying, "Oh, they're used to hearing boos at Notre Dame Stadium." I was <laughs> setting that up. <laughs> I had to get to it before somebody said it on Facebook. But I love the story because it's not hockey. It's hockey news that doesn't involve somebody trying to stab somebody with a skate. (laughs) Our our hockey stories usually end with violence. This is just a good old-fashioned haunting. I just like that she, like, they ripped on her kids in her obituary. Yes, her own kids. (laughs) Two fat kids. That's fantastic. And one grumpy old kid. Right. (laughs) This lady sounded like... A fucking cool lady to hang out with. Sounds like a pretty sweet grandma to have, too. <laughs> I mean, if she's a super sports fan and she's willing to threaten a haunt yeah. and has no problems with, you know, calling, <laughs> telling her husband and sons, what, go soak your heads. Go soak your head. I, you know, whatever that means, I, she sounds like she'd be an awesome old lady to be around. <laughs> I mean, in fact, Oilers might do might benefit from having her yeah. haunt the place. Just, yeah, Come come hang out with the the crazy ghost lady. Right, might not be might not be the worst thing for them. <laughs> I mean, what are they going to do? Go another decade without winning? I mean, <laughs> what's the worst that could happen? Right? <laughs> oh shit! All right, well, moving on to uh, just some weird news. As everyone knows, we love to talk shit, joke around, and mess with mess with each other on the show. Uh, so when a story comes up of pro athletes doing just that, I love this. I, I'm on board 100%. So recently, Fletcher Cox of the Philadelphia Eagles, he's a, a defensive lineman. He decided to tweet at Delta because of some travel issues that he was having. <laughs> he tweeted out, quote, two flights, two delays at Delta. I'm going to need something besides a survey after this flight with the angry face emojis. His teammate, Chris Long, decided to take the opportunity Who to... Who just signed there, by the way. Yeah, after winning just, the Super Bowl right. with the Patriots. Uh, just signed in Philadelphia. Well, he's getting off to a good foot by uh, fucking with Fletcher Cox. <laughs> uh, in the most amazing troll way I've ever seen. Long changed his avatar on Twitter to match Delta's avatar. Then changed his name <laughs> to Delta. And the best part about that is because he's a professional athlete, he's got the blue check. The verification. So it says Delta yes. with the blue check next right. to it. So quick glance, this looks like Delta. This looks legit. 
I uh, tweeted back at Cox saying, Fletcher, we don't give a shit. Grab some extra pet pretzels and sit tight. <laughs> Cox never tweeted back, so no word on whether or not he took the bait. But Chris Long, hats off to you for going the extra mile on this one. 10 Holy out of 10 shit. on the troll job. <laughs> 10 out of 10. You know what? When I first saw that you you know, had put this story in, when I started to read it, the first thing I thought of, did you see what happened right after Chris Long signed with Philadelphia? No. So they were having like some type of fan day or something, and he got a picture standing next to Cox in their jerseys. And so it <laughs> Long says, Cox. Long Cox. <laughs> and he had tweeted it out. And I forget, he put some really just <laughs> innocuous caption with it. He, he, was, he like kind of did a tongue-in-cheek. And tweeted out the picture, and so like that made the rounds of <laughs> here Chris Long is signing up to play with the Eagles, and he's already with shenanigans, standing next to Cox. So Dude. these two already have, you know, this little Chris camaraderie Long is going the man. on. Right. Long Cox. <laughs> yeah, good stuff right there. I just love the dedication to go in and change that the name, so change good. the avatar. That's next level stuff. That's really good. I love that man. I just picture because you're you're so pissed. A, a second delay, you're mad enough to tweet at the company. One, well, you and see then that. you see the response, <laughs> and you're like, "You mother, ah, oh, this mother maybe got me." Because you can't change that, like, no. at so he knows who it is. Mm-hmm. He just changed the display name, right? But again, at first glance, oh, when you're all hot and bothered, yep. you're not looking at all the details, you see this tweet, mother, right? <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> And with all the shit that's been going on with airlines, I mean, you never know. He was probably ready to report him. <laughs> United, I got one for you. Well, You're not- off the hook. <laughs> I am looking forward to uh, seeing how Cox responds to this one. Because this, this is going to be, I think, something that we keep hearing uh, them going back and forth with so each stay other. stay tuned Prank for more adventures Wars. of Long Cox. <laughs> <laughs> the Adventures of Long Cox. Brought to you by Philadelphia. <laughs> All right. Well, Mike and I, we love to watch sports and drink beer on this show. Duh. That's the whole gist That's of it. That's why you're fucking listening. Right. Uh, but apparently, <laughs> we're fucking amateurs, dude. Yeah, we got nothing on these dudes. We really don't. Last Saturday, five dudes decided to go out to a ribs and beer place across from the arena for game three of the Stanley Cup final. They posted up at about 11 a.m. and then proceeded to do some major fucking work. Yeah, they did. By the end of the night, someone signed for their bar tab of, wait for it, $1,127.25. So I know people are. Beer prices with the 25 cents. What? People are going to hear that and they're going to go, that's not that crazy for five dudes that doesn't see, especially if you started drinking at 11 a.m. and drank all throughout the day. But wait for the details. When you hear what these dudes drank. Where you get. So when you look at the bill, there were 93 Coors Lights. That a a total of 558 bucks. $558 for 93 waters. That is fucking expensive. (laughs) (laughs) For not really good waters either. Uh... Eight Patron Silver Shots for 80 bucks, which is actually pretty reasonable. $10 decent, per shot. Yeah. Not bad. Not bad. Uh, more Piss Water, 10 Miller Lights. <laughs> Even more Piss Water and 10 Bud Lights, $60 for each of those. So $6 a piece. That's actually rather pricey for yeah, both for, of those. They better. I hope they were tall. They had to be for uh, $6 I hope each. so. Uh, but then we also had a blue moon, so there was a woman in the group, even though he, they claimed to be five dudes. That was $7. Uh, 
A Yazoo Pale Ale for $7. That's a good, $7. Good, beer. That's a good uh, beer. I defer to you. I don't think I've had that one. <laughs> a sampler platter, a platter which was ridiculously priced at $24. <laughs> I hope that there was gold on this sampler platter. What the fuck were they sampling? All the liquors? Because <laughs> that's expensive as shit. And because, you know, when five bros are out, somebody might need a t-shirt. <laughs> somebody bought a t-shirt for $23, which is also ridiculously priced for a t-shirt at a bar. Yeah, and they're spending... $1,100, you can't just throw in a t-shirt. At $1,100, I need more than a t-shirt thrown in. <laughs> if the t-shirt costs 23 bucks, I'm going to need some compliment. I mean, I'm going to need that complimentary platter. <laughs> that damn sampler platter better be complimentary if I'm spending all that. Holy shit. I can't believe so. I want to ask you, man. Let's say you're the dude that had that. That was your card that, you know, they, oh, they can't split this shit. It's all on your card and your friends are going to give you cash for it. How much trouble are you in going in, all going home trouble. with it? all the trouble? <laughs> first, I, I would all, never. I would bury that receipt. That I don't receipt would get buried. I, I don't know if I have a credit card that would pay for that. Like I'd be like, can I split this up on a couple different cards? Eleven hundred dollars. You don't have a credit card that could cover eleven hundred. dollars I mean, I do, what, but I, what the hell kind of Mickey Mouse credit I cards are you running with I a two thousand dollar limit? Like what? <laughs> What do you I mean? Shit on my cards, man. I, I, I know, but I mean, you, you okay? You need to pay them shits down, then, son. <laughs> or they have, or you need to extend that limit because that's that's really low that you couldn't cover that. I did it for my own good because otherwise I'd be the dude at the bar with the eleven. <laughs> well, mm. then, fair enough. Well, I got a five thousand dollar limit. <laughs> Fuck it. Well, as long as you know yourself, <laughs> it's good to have limits, I guess. I would be dead. My wife would murder me. Are you fucking she would me? murder me if Any, I came home with my share of that tab. Whose wife wouldn't kill them? Yeah, and split five ways. Wife would still kill you for how much it would cost for your split yep. five ways. I mean, yeah, that's what, like two hundred bucks each. At least. Something stupid. I can't do math. But and how about the bitch who, who ordered the blue moon? <laughs> I see this really manly bar tab. I mean, yeah, it features a lot of water. And who ordered the T-shirt? I bet the guy who ordered the T-shirt also ordered the Blue Moon. <laughs> and either way, I'd be like, no, you were the somebody, one, you were somebody the one guy had with the Blue to, Moon? Somebody had to get a T-shirt because they probably yacked on themselves. <laughs> That's why they got that That's T-shirt. That's the only acceptable reason for having to buy a T-shirt. <laughs> oh, I fuck. Man, I, got, I got to get a T-shirt. How much is that one? It's uh, 23. I'll take it. Fucking ridiculous. <laughs> get your lives together, bros. <laughs> They've been better off going and hanging out with the Orion brothers and uh, getting them to pay for it. Dude, you Hey, check out these toes, bro. <laughs> you could have something strange You could have gone on StubHub and gotten tickets to the game for like that amount of money. Right. There's a lot I can do with $1,100. Let me tell you what. Fuck, man. Anyways, let's move on to some baseball news. Kind of. <laughs> Just this week, the Milwaukee Brewers called up one of their prospects by the name of Brett Phillips. No one really cares about that because players make their debut in the major leagues all the time. But we care about this story because when Phillips was growing up, he used to play horse against a legend that uh, has gone far too soon. Pour some out for Randy Profo. <laughs> According to Phillips, when he was growing up, the macho man Randy Savage himself was his neighbor during his middle years of uh, childhood. Macho Man not only lived nearby, he would challenge Phillips to games of horse and would never let Phillips win. <laughs> oh, no! <laughs> Phillips says in the story that he told MLB.com, quote, 
Every day, he'd see me riding my bike home from school, and he'd call me over to play basketball. You would think one of those days, one of those games, he would let up on me, but that was not the case. I got beat every time. You know how kids are always like, one more game, one more game. No, he was the one saying, one more game, we're going again, and I'd be exhausted. <laughs> End quote. <laughs> Wasn't Randy on the road a lot? How I, often was he at home yeah. just be fucking around playing horse? <laughs> well, what I think what... He doesn't realize what Phillips doesn't realize here is that Macho Man Randy Savage is probably doing a lot of coke. So he's got a lot of energy to oh. fucking like, well, one more, one more. When he wasn't beating <laughs> Miss Elizabeth, I guess he was <laughs> trying to beat kids at a horse. Probably wrong of me to say, but when he wasn't, I mean, that's what he's doing. <laughs> oh, fuck. I do love this idea that like Macho Man was like, no, I'm not letting this fucker win. Hell no. <laughs> I got an image to uphold uh, here. Uh, and I can just picture him. I'm going to bounce it off the car <laughs> into the ba- into the tree and down into the hoop. See if you can hit that. Oh, yeah. And then fucking does it. And kid's like, what the fuck am I supposed to do with that shit? <laughs> H. <laughs> Do you think after every time he hit a shot, he just like would eat a Slim Jim? <laughs> no doubt. <laughs> I also envision him playing shirtless with a bandana tied on his head. And the sunglasses. Right. <laughs> the whole get up for whooping kids in the neighborhood's ass at a horse. <laughs> this is just like all of those promos and everything where you see the the Chappelle skit where he's yeah. whooping the kid yeah. in video games <laughs> just pick just, up the sticks t- yeah just taking it to the kids the, the old sports center commercial where they're whooping their ass at the <laughs> with, with the building the youth foundation and Stuart Scott's running down the corner get back on defense <laughs> slapping shots it's totally like that I love it so good nothing I love than kids getting their asses whooped at something <laughs> when everybody else thinks oh you know kids win no fuck that you know how they learn he made it to the big leagues because macho man didn't let up do you think mean gene ogerland came and like announced the game for him be fucking fantastic (laughs) what a childhood memory to have hanging out with macho man how amazing would it be if like macho man did like a a promo before each game he's like standing across the street pointing at him (laughs) like talking shit phillips is like i'm mr savage i just want to go home Oh no, run more! (laughs) (laughs) This has been Upper Deck brought to you as always by Audible.com. The trimmed down version of Upper Deck. By Slim Jims. (laughs) Yeah, dude, that was. We had so That was the best of our stories. We've still got some stuff we want to get to. We'll talk about this stuff. Before we get into that, should we open up the trunk line? Oh, we should open up the trunk line. That's probably a, uh, a good idea. As always, you can hit up the show. Uh, we'll get the number up on the screen for you. 440-37-DRUNK. Anything you want to talk about, feel free to call into the show. Uh, it doesn't have to be sports-related. It could be Macho Man-related. Macho Man-related. <laughs> you guys have any famous neighbors out there that uh, whoop your ass at horse? Call us up. We want to hear about it. Uh, you know, <laughs> Anybody want to not watch this hockey game and call us up? Dude, it's Jesus Christ. All right, before we get into uh, any of this, let me tell this story about the beer that I picked up okay. and how pissed off I was. I'm going to eat these crackers. Yeah, you go ahead. It, it's totally fine. I'm just going to go ahead and mute that so that we don't hear them. <laughs> oh, don't mute me. That's the beauty. Crunch. Uh, Crunch. Shit. So, so I go to the, the 
uh, I go to the store and I'm like, I want something different for the show. We've been, I always pick out porters. I always pick up stouts. I'm always getting like these dark beers, heavier beers, some shitty ass IPA. Go ahead. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> so I find a beer that I had never seen before uh, called Wild Blue Blueberry Lager. And it's got like a weird dog logo on it. It's 8% ABV. And I was like, yep, picking it up. So I grabbed it. Walked out. No research. Normally, I'll, I might like read some reviews on a beer before I grab it. Nothing. I just grab it and go. Wasn't until I got home that I started looking at those reviews. And that's when I found out Wild Blue is AB InBev. It's not even a brewery that was bought out by InBev. Like, it's that's just what, them. That's what somebody had told me. It was like, oh, I know, like you can't drink Wicked Weed anymore. No, I don't give a shit about like breweries that started out and came up and then Budweiser bought them out. I'm right. totally cool. I will still buy those beers. We've talked about plenty of times on this show how right. increasingly it's tough to find a beer that hasn't been right. bought and out if, by those And assholes. if they're bought out, it's like, you know, like we said before, those uh, that guy that we talked to at Brink who he put his life savings into it. Right, you if, understand If you're going to get why. rewarded, fuck yeah, you deserve that, man. I'm, I, I harbor no ill will. We are selling out the moment we can. Fuck yeah, man. I'm, <laughs> I mean, I'm, we're part of a loudmouth network, yeah. so I mean, <laughs> right. you know. But this, this wasn't a brewery before. This was just, AB InBev was like, we'll say this was brewed by Wild Blue. <laughs> People ain't going to know, and I fucking fell for it. I fell for the clickbait of beer sales. Right. Basically, I fell for an onion article in the beer aisle. That's <laughs> well, what I fucking fell for. Okay, so originally when you told me, I laughed and had my chuckle because you said the clickbait thing. And it was true. <laughs> it's funny. But at the same time, I mean, I don't fault like you or uh, the consumer when you see a beer that is packaged and it doesn't say anything about being nowhere anywhere on the nowhere can. on it because you know a lot of these ones that have been bought out now you may have to look a long time somewhere on the packaging or whatever yeah. but you can find the old inbev thing right. somewhere so then you know but if they are sitting here marketing and throwing beers out there and it appears what are you supposed to do yeah i do mean nothing it's fake beer dude i was so mad i have <laughs> i've never been more mad buying a beer and the worst part is, so I, I'm not going to let a $9 beer. That's the other thing, too. It's fucking crap beer price. So what would you do with it? It's in the fridge right now. I have had one of them so far. Can I have I, one? I had to taste. Yeah, you can have one. All it's right. not that good. I would say it's like... It's going to be my guest beer for the show. I'm going to run upstairs and get one. Okay. Fuck <laughs> it. <Pocket. laughs> I want to I see what InBev is pulling. <laughs> it's a, oh, oh we got a fight. It's about to be a fight club. It's 8.28 to go in the game. Pittsburgh's up 6 nothing. And Nashville's like... Fuck it. You know what? We're going to fight you, motherfucker. We're going to set the tone for game six. <laughs> oh, shit. I just don't, I don't, think, it's, uh, I don't think it's fair, man, that, that InBev can do that. Like, like I said, I have no problem supporting a brewery still, even after they're bought out no, by InBev. But it's don't, absolutely don't pull shitty. this bullshit that it's like, it oh, this is Wild Blue Brewery. But again, I mean, what are you supposed to do? I mean, you picked it up. You, you know, you didn't. You didn't know, and most people are going to think they're getting something else. Yeah. You know, there's got to be some type of regulation with them (laughs) having to label it, right? I mean... I guess not. I mean, I don't know. I don't know. I just think... It's just shitty. You know, if you're trying to... If you're trying to avoid that type of thing... Yeah. Then it's shitty when you get 
fooled and tricked into it essentially right but, but it's like it's really no fault of yours yeah. you weren't you weren't going with it and just ah you got me this wasn't a mentos commercial <laughs> so <laughs> fuck it augustus bush like came out from the cooler yeah. like holding the mentos like, <laughs> <laughs> it was us Ah, you got me. All right. You well, bastard. <laughs> I maybe it's just in how they set it up in the store. Maybe that's the like put whatever you want on the label, whatever, but make it where it's got to be in with the other beers from the same brewery. That way, like I'd be like uh, skipping all of this section, moving on to these guys over here that I know aren't all from Budweiser. Yeah, I mean, you wish that there was some type of distinguishing thing, but yep. it is what it is. So if you're out there and you're looking for um, blue, wild blue, fuck it. Lindsay says, beware Carnival Cruise Lines breweries owned by InBev, which she, she fell oh, for on a shit. cruise. I think a lot, of, a lot of people do that. Like a lot of places will, they'll have like their beer, but it's really just another beer. Really? They like license out basically. Wow. Um well, there you go. Carnival Cruise Line. So and if you're on a Carnival Cruise... Because we're all behind. And yes, we're, the projection is probably a little bit behind. Yeah, Joe, is that what you're talking about? The hockey game? Because it is behind. It's streaming. Um, so it's not live. So it's called Fuck It, Deal With It. <laughs> <laughs> That's what that is. You and your funny tweets this week, Joe. <laughs> Which, should we get to that? Should should we address Joe's just funny tweets and, and last week's stuff? Let's do it. So you because whenever I, you took I talk a hard shit, stance, you took a hard stance. I'm last still week. taking the hard stance. I'm I'm not necessarily doubling down, but I'm for those I'm, of you that missed last. I'm week's, downing for those of you that, <laughs> that missed last down. week's show. Uh, you hold down the fort for a second. I gotta go get this beer. <laughs> oh shit! Uh, Scott, last week uh, the Braves were in town playing the uh, the Reds over the weekend, and Scott and I have a, a rivalry because of that. And a story came out that Brandon Phillips was pretty upset uh, that the Reds let Scooter Jeanette wear his number four. Uh, apparently, he got very butt hurt over that, and. Uh, didn't want to talk to the media. He's all upset that the Reds would do that. And how could you give away my number the year after I leave? Uh, just all kinds of really weird bullshit. I've totally almost fallen for this. I've seen this a million times. Is it right? You, I swear it, to God, this was like legit beer. It to, it's I not, had no idea yes, this was AB InBev. Um, yeah. And the reviews on it are awful. Uh, <laughs> but I think a lot of that is people like, what the fuck? I should have known because it's a twist off. I sh- that should have been the dead giveaway. Twist off, twist off. Twist off beers on bottles usually end up being something less than what you yes. think. Yeah. Uh, but I was like, oh, it's blueberry lager and it's 8% and it's a brewery I'd never heard of. Yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to pick this one up. This is going to be a good one. We both get to try a new beer for the first time. You motherfuckers. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so Brandon Phillips was all pissed off that, uh, that the Reds gave away his number four to Scooter Jeanette. This week, though, Scooter Jeanette didn't answer at all during the Brave series, but he answered emphatically this week uh, all the criticism that was heaped on him by Phillips. Scooter Jeanette set uh, he's the 17th player in Major League history to hit four home runs in a game. The other night against the Cardinals, he went five for five, four home runs, 10 RBIs, 17 total bases. Don't fucking give me that look like it, like you're not impressed by that. That's There have been, what, 23 perfect games, and there's only been 17 instances of guys hitting four home runs in a game? No, so basically what we saw is more rare than a perfect game. I thought the peripheral was like more insane. He's the first red 
150 years yeah, in the entire organization of their existence. Yeah. Um, first major leaguer to hit the four home runs and also be five for five because of the single. Yeah. So a major leaguer had never been perfect in their at bats when going with the four homers. So there's that. Um, yeah, there, there was much else to say other than that. It's but you don't like him. Because he goes by Liking him and thinking that he deserved the number were two different things. Although I will say in my research this week, I did find out a few things. One, his name's Ryan. Grown-ass man. I'm not calling him Scooter. So Ryan Jeanette. Um... I can't even be upset after the whole Dabo Sweeney. I know, thing. and I was uh, I, when I thought that when I found that out, I was like, "Well, right, this dude's not going to have any legs to stand on." So, if Bill can't be Dabo, then Scooter can't be, or Scooter has to be Ryan. Right. So I found that out, but I also found out that he did when they assigned him the number they just issued it to him. He yeah. did try to get it changed. But interesting, I did not know said that. that it was such a clusterfuck to once you get assigned a number to switch numbers and do all that, that, you know, it, it was worth it wasn't worth all the hassle. So he just kind of rolled with it. He didn't request it. It was just given to him and he did attempt to get rid of it. And, you know, it, it was no snub. I, not, not that I ever thought he was out here like, yeah, I'm going to troll this dude. I, I want to be four. <laughs> I know who wore number four. I'm totally going to take it. So it wasn't necessarily his fault, but it was just overall. He's a utility player named Scooter. And I just, <laughs> now that I know his name is Ryan, he will be Ryan. But it just, it was just that he was a light hitting utility player that wasn't going to be, you know, it just, I, I just thought overall. I, Hats off to him. I mean, it's one of the most amazing offensive performances we'll ever see in our lifetime. Yes. If not the most, because nobody's ever done it. I mean, and it just doesn't happen every day. Right. And and giving him credit, because I talked about this on uh, the Reds podcast, the fifth mascot, None. I went back and looked at it. None of the home runs. Now, the very last one may have been a great American That was a great American ballpark, ballpark, ballpark one, yeah. But the other ones were not cheapies. No. They were hit. They were legit. You know, they home were runs. legit home runs. It would have been anywhere. So all the hats off in the world. I mean, it still doesn't change the fact that I, you know, wish that they might <laughs> not have were given not cheap. No, they were. <laughs> there we go. Sorry. You, what was that for? That was just. Uh, that was my bad because I clicked on uh, something that I shouldn't have clicked on. Way to go. <laughs> More technical prowess on our part. Anyway, so yeah. So then Joe comes along and is all, oh, since you called him out, what should we do? I mean, should there be a punishment? We, it's what we do on this show is when, when you fuck up, and not just you, when I fuck up too, there is some type of punishment to be paid. But it wasn't really a fuck up. I mean, it wasn't as if I said, hey, you know, that motherfucker ain't never hit four home runs in a game or some shit. I dare him to do that. I mean, that's, then I'll, that's then I'll, fair. That's yeah, fair. like I really you didn't, didn't necessarily call him. All you just said out. was that he shouldn't have the number four. Right. And I never really attacked him so much as I attacked the fact that his name is Scooter. <laughs> <laughs> I, I didn't have anything personally against him, really, other than, you know. Did you hear the story about why his name's Scooter, too? No. Okay, so just, again, in my research, he when he was younger, he used to always take off his seatbelt. His mom, to scare him straight, took him to a police station. You know, I'm gonna, they're going to arrest you. You know, this is what they do when you don't wear your seatbelt. I fucking hate when parents do that. Sorry. Right. So <laughs> the cops, you know, what's your name? His favorite character from the Muppets is Scooter. 
So he instinctively <laughs> just says, Scooter Jeanette. And his mom's like, what the fuck are you doing? Tell him your name. And, like, <laughs> and he just defiantly was, you know, rolled with it. Nope, Scooter. <laughs> and so the cop, not knowing any better, you know, called him Scooter, and it just stuck. So he's Scooter Jeanette. Ah, uh, that's actually kind of a cool story. It is. I, I, I kind of dig that one. It doesn't change the fact that I'm not calling a girl man Scooter, but, you know, <laughs> cute little story. And uh, kids, wear your seatbelts. Uh, yeah, there you go. Uh, looks like uh, people were having a little bit of uh, issues. Kyle, I saw that you had called. Call back in, man. Uh, I don't know what was going on there. I don't know why, like, the first call of the show there's always get an issue. Through. It happened last week, too, when Chris was trying to call in. Like, he was like, hey, it's not coming through. Oh, and it didn't ring. Uh, it just popped up that we had a voicemail. And I'm like, huh. Did it happen again when we had a voicemail? Or? Just now. Uh, we just got a voicemail now. That's uh, weird. And it's from Kyle. So, Kyle, uh, I saw that you called me. I called back in. The, the phone line should be up and running now, and we should be able to answer it. Uh, if not, whatever. I'll play your voicemail later if, uh, if you don't want to do it. Anyways, I, you've convinced me, man. I came into this show fully expecting to give you some sort of punishment. There we there go. We go. There's a call. call coming in. Grab Root Sports. Who's this is Scooter and the Jizz. <laughs> <laughs> I, like, I like how you even have like an answer. Grab Root Sports. <laughs> That's right, man. We're goddamn professionals. How you doing, man? This is corporate like on the like, line. Like I'm, call, like I'm calling McDonald's or something. Right. Uh, how often do you call McDonald's <laughs> that you know what they sound like? I have a feeling McDonald's doesn't oh, answer the phone that nicely. Ain't like, no way. Maybe the corporate offices, but if you call like McDonald's down the street, they're like, what I the think fuck you McDonald's, want? It's, yeah, it's some, it's some angry middle-aged. Just, what do you want? Why, why are you calling and not coming here? <laughs> There's a McDonald's on every goddamn corner. Just fucking come Exchange in. Exchange it there. Yeah. What are you, why are you calling? Well, what's up, Kyle? How you doing, well, Jim, man? How's it going? Good, man. Oh, Things living are the dream. Well. Yeah? Living the dream, man. I, listen. I have one gripe. Oh, of course you do. Corporate, <laughs> corporate coming in with their issues. What do we? What do we need to do to get more MMA talk? To get more MMA talk, I, um, I've got starters, more I need to talk. watch it. <laughs> I've got two plans know, to get more. And listen, and by more, I mean just like some. Any? <laughs> <laughs> okay, we need we need Conor McGregor to talk more shit to people. And we were right. to well, watch it I will, I will say this, man. I did have a story in Upper Deck this week uh, that was MMA-related, but I dropped it because I couldn't make it funny. Um, but it was the story uh, of War Machine listen, getting but that's, uh, that's on you for not being able to make it funny. That's not the con. <laughs> that's on we, you. We always have like one Actually, story. I Kyle on this one. You got to make that shit sang, son. Oh, I got to make the story of the guy going to jail for kidnapping, sexually assaulting, uh, and basically attempting to murder his wife. I got to make that funny. That's yeah. my fault. Fuck both I made you. jokes yeah. about <laughs> Miss Elizabeth. You can make jokes about that. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like I, like I get it. Like, Bo Burnham would make that funny, though. So that's on you. Did you, did you just say Bo Burnham would have made that funny? <laughs> <laughs> you could have gone. Anytime I get a chance to conquer the name Bo Burnham, I'm, I'm going to take it. You could have gone with so many other comedians to make that funny. You went with Bo Burnham. I was, was oh. going to say Bill Hicks, but Bill Hicks is dead. So, Bla- you know, Blake really, did say he could he, make it Bill funny. Bill Hicks would have definitely made that funny. Blake said he could make it funny? Yeah. Blake, uh, you're going to have to call in and make that funny, man. The challenge. 
I'm oh, laying no. out the Please challenge. Don't. Gauntlet Please. has been thrown down. <laughs> do, not, do not commit. Do not commit podcast suicide. It's calling to try to make that funny. Uh, no, but to your original question, man, we do need to get some more MMA talk. Look, we're trying to get hockey shit in because we're both newbies uh, at that, and we got so much uh, shit for it. And we know how much you love hockey, so we're really yeah. Trying to so basically, you. here's the plan: if you want us to talk more MMA, you got to go the hockey fan route, which is just pester us and make fun of and us until we're so much until shit. we're finally like, all right, fine, we'll fucking watch. <laughs> <laughs> fine, I'll watch them. Listen, guys, just just watch this Singapore card next Saturday. The prelims start at four a.m. Oh yeah, I'm, oh, I'm on board. It. Yeah, right there. <laughs> Actually, this this Saturday, the, the day that this the, is the getting main, released, the main event. The main event is is a woman who's lost three straight. Oh, that's that, even the main event. That doesn't. That's good booking. Fights. Yeah, that doesn't sound like a very good card. Uh, what do you? Let me ask you this: no, since you're doesn't. the since you're the expert, Saturday, uh, the day that this is this will be on Audible, uh, uh, June tenth. Norwood's own Dom Steele's fighting. What do you think of uh, Dom. Dom? Yeah, yeah, Dom Steele. Not oh, Dom. Dom. I thought you said Dom. No, Dom. Like, Dom Steele is that a porn name or an MMA name? Yeah. Although, well, there there is a man there is a man on the card named Dong Kim. So you were close. Well, a little different since his last name is Kim. I'm assuming that he's of Asian persuasion. So, yes, he's, he's right. of the Asian. But the card the card's in Australia, so it's kind of yeah. filled with. People from China, Japan, Australia—you know that those neck of the woods. What do you think of Dom? Do um, you think Dom's because yeah, Dom he got yeah, fucked Dom over in the should, last fight should, I saw uh, him fight in? Well, what's interesting is that speaking of Don Kim, the last time that Don Steele was on a card over there—I don't know if it was Australia. I think he was on the card in China, but anyway, the last time that he was on a card, kind of over there, um, proverbially, uh, he picked up Dong Kim into the air, slammed him into the canvas. That's how he got a knockout. He oh, knocked shit. him out by slamming his head onto the canvas. Jesus. That's how I'm going to knock Mike out one of these shows. <laughs> yeah, trust me. Yeah. <laughs> Scott, yeah. Oh, uh, but yeah, shit. Dom Steele. Dom Steele should, should, should own Russell Jones. Russell Jones is not very good. Awesome. So Dom Steele, this is a, this is a, a good fight for him. That's what I like to hear because uh, I like to see Norwood boys do well. Uh, and Dom, yeah, man. By all accounts, Dom's a good dude. He's been through some shit in his life, man. He uh, he lost yeah. his brother. He, I mean, he dealt with a lot of shit. But he uh, he's a good guy, and I, I hope he does well because he did get boned. He in his fight. Scott's so bored. No, by the no, no, I'm not. It's that I was actually going to say. See, a buddy of mine was talking shit about being on the show and having his own segment. I said, "Hey, call in," and that's basically your own segment. You yeah. wanted us to talk more MMA. You called in, and we're talking MMA. Yeah. So guess what? You want there us to is. talk MMA? <laughs> Would you call in? Listen, I, I, I create. I create my own luck. You know, there's no such thing as well. I just create my own luck. Exactly. Oh shit! Joe wants you to um, do the Batista yeah. bomb to me, Scott. Uh, done. Say it again. <laughs> uh, Joe, uh, one of our, our loyal listeners. I'm going to people's has, elbow you. <laughs> he said that he wants Scott to give me the Batista bomb. Um, I don't <laughs> I don't know if I like that. Um, you don't have a choice. <laughs> the so viewers have spoken, man. Kyle, you, you were tasked with picking uh, my punishment for losing in the NHL uh, playoff pick them that we had here because yeah, he lost again yep because yep, i lost again uh i think you settled on me having to wear some sort of weird outfit and then get a 
photo session. Is that right, or have you come up with something? Different? Yes. Yes. So, so I'm going to pick you out an outfit. So you know, we'll get your sizes. Although the sizes won't matter because I'm either going to make you wear something very, very tight or very, very loose. So I guess I really don't care what your sizes are. Um, but yeah, we're, 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 we're going we're gonna to find you something nice to wear, and, and we're going to go down in the mean streets of Cincinnati and do a photo shoot. Jeez, wait, i got to go outside and do these pictures? Yep. 100%. Corporate has spoken. This is, so it shall be done. This might be the worst punishment yet. That'll teach you to pick hockey. <laughs> but at least it'll be over quick. Other than the fact that the pictures will live forever. I mean, but I'm fine the with moment that. We'll be quick. <laughs> All right. Well, you know, you're not having to drink. You're not having to drink Smirnoff every single week. Now, and we're going to get to that here in a minute because Scott uh, Scott had to get a new Smirnoff this week. It's blue. Oh, <laughs> the, the ones the ones I left with you didn't. You couldn't. You couldn't make it work. No, here I still am <laughs> drinking Smurf piss this week. Scott, are you are you even trying? Nope. I, I am. No, nope. he he's, like he's not. He's not. He's not. I am, but I'm not really. I mean, I want to do it, but it's so hard. He doesn't give a shit. <laughs> Kyle, he doesn't give a he's shit. Just looking Blake for thinks I love. I actually secretly love. He can't justify it on his own, so he has to use this <laughs> once a week. I get, I get my pleasure. Oh <laughs> uh, shit. Uh, Kyle, uh, thanks well, for calling in, I don't want to dominate the airwaves. No, I appreciate you. I appreciate you, you calling in, man. Uh, everybody go check out the Nicolas Cage podcast, uh, Nicolas yes, Cage movie you. review hour uh, featuring Kyle and his wife, Justine. Um, how many yes. episodes are you in, man? Please do. Yeah, man. Enjoy. All right, bud. <laughs> we'll see you. <laughs> Kyle calling in. Uh, Blake, phone lines are open if you want to go ahead and try to make that war machine story funny i don't know how you fucking do it that's uh, i can't i can't make that funny i don't know the story so war machine is an mma fighter he was oh wait 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 to... no, no 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 i know war machine because he's the one that beat the shit out of the porn star yes that was his wife christy yeah. mack yeah, he yeah, just yeah, got yeah. sentenced for that Wow, just now? Yeah, he just That's been got sentenced. Going on forever. And it was like thirty-six it didn't, it years, didn't, I think. It didn't click in my yeah. head when you said War Machine and wife, and I was thinking for some reason I was like, ah, that's not anything I know, but I no. do know that. Whole yes, that story. that was I had that in upper deck, uh, and then was like, mm. so wait, he got sentenced no. thirty-six years. I think thirty-six years is thirty-six to life. He's eligible for parole in thirty-six years. Wow. Um, because it was like kidnapping, sexual assault. No, like I, I read I read her whole story litany of, like of what charges happened when it happened. I read yeah. her whole, I guess, police report and just the, her her side of the story, and it was insane. Yeah, but it was funny enough. I mean, because the way domestic violence works in our society, I actually remember thinking eh, he'd probably get off pretty light. I would have never in my wildest dreams thought he would no, get thirty six yeah, to light. He's wow. fucked, uh, which is good. No, I mean, he deserves every single moment yeah. of it, like, <laughs> based on the story, which I take her word for. Right. But, right. And I mean, those pictures they showed up. Dude, it was awful. Horrendous. So awful. Uh, let's get into a uh, a little bit of a better story here. Ah, uh, here you go. For, uh, Francisco wants to know, better finisher, Hogan leg drop or rocks people people's elbow? People's elbow people's all day. Elbow. There's not even a debate. Yeah, there's... I actually thought that the, the leg drop was maybe one of the lamest finishers of all... As much as... <laughs> Hogan is a very popular person, and I love me some Hollywood Hogan, but the leg drop was such a weak finish. It was it was awful. So weak. Plus, the rocks it had the rock bottom and... 
Yeah, it was it was a one two punch with the right. Rock. Like, so it, was it wasn't more a, just the people. And I know the Hogan Fogan fans would be like, "Well, he, he gave the big boot and then he did the leg drop." But no, they yeah. were both lame. That's the thing. His right. gimmick was awesome, everything about him, but his actual move set was for shit. So, would you put the the leg drop as the worst finisher in WWE history? Ugh. For as popular as he was, when you're talking about the upper echelons of the of wrestling and their finishers. I think so. It was pretty bad. Yeah, I if mean, you put if you put it's popularity such a basic into it. move. I mean, it's not. There's you're two, just doing a leg drop is just like one of those things you probably learn on day one of wrestling one on one, right? There's so, two moves that I would say are worse than the leg drop, okay. but they're the they're from wrestlers who are not nearly as popular. So it's you know it's like oh well yeah of course they had shitty right. finishing moves, but. Uh, X-Pox, Bucking Bronco. No, Bucking Bronco was awesome. Fuck you. You got your dick all in their face in the corner? That was the worst finishing move. Nah. Terrible. He also had the uh, the the face buster slam that he called something else. That was fine. That's But the Bucking Bronco, I'm like, this little But he never really dude. finished anybody off of that. That was the move that set up, and then That's he true. would do the, That's a good point. the X-Factor. Um, I also liked, uh, or I didn't like... Uh, when Yokozuna, no, it wasn't Yokozuna. It was uh, oh, Rikishi. Fuck. Rikishi rubbed face. his ass. Yeah, <laughs> that was stupid. Too. That was the that was dumbest awful. fucking thing. That wasn't uh, really a move. Almost as bad. Okay, this guy put, gets a little bit closer to Hulk Hogan's level with a shitty finishing move. Uh, but when Mankind did uh, the mandible claw. That was a. He actually had to make it make it seem worse when he did with Mr. the sock. So yeah, it looked like it actually went deeper than it did. Right, because otherwise it was just, just like, oh, hand, he's well. That and I, I would petition not to ever wrestle. I'm uh, no, like, I'm not gonna have the man's hand. No, I don't want that man's ha- bare hand in right. my mouth. Well, he had that. I would like, rather have he had that like sock. wrap. Yeah, but his... even still, it was mostly his bare right. hand <laughs> in your mouth. <laughs> Oh, no, thank you. Uh, Francisco says worst finisher is the million dollar dream. He went way back. Ted DiBiase's. Mm, that's pretty shitty, too. That's pretty bad. So basically what we're saying here is WWE had a run of really shitty moves. Yeah, well, and I think the old, <laughs> the farther you go back, the shittier the moves got as far as quote really did finishers. Well, we're also kind of spoiled because we came up at a time when you had like Dudes doing some high flying shit, like you had Jimmy Superfly Snooker, like jumping off the top rope, and that was like he did what? <laughs> he climbed up there. Well, you know what's funny though? It's funny how many finishing moves are just basic ass things. Because even even the rock bottom, it's yeah. just a modified body slam. There's nothing actually right. to it. There's yeah. nothing really special about it. Just like the Stone Cold Stunner. It was just a neckbreaker. <laughs> it, it was an ex- the most exaggerated neckbreaker ever. That was actually why I partially defended the fact that he was overrated and sucked. Because again, his <laughs> knees were all for shit, and he, his moves, his actual technical moves <laughs> leading up to that were ass. And he'd be getting his ass beat for twenty minutes, and then out of nowhere, hit a neckbreaker that exaggerated flying back in the air, and that was the finisher. That's yeah, I hated Stone Cold, but that's that's so the Rock's fault for selling it so well. I know, <laughs> but everybody, anybody who was worth a damn, sold it well. Triple H nobody, used to sell it well too, but nobody, nobody was liked better the than the Rock. Holy yeah. shit, he man. sold the fuck out. When he would stand back up stars. and be all wobbly legs right. and then fall.
fall for it. Oh, so fucking good. Look at what you've done to us, Francisco. This has now become Craft Root Sports Entertainment. Like, we're oh, not and even... he brought up Eddie Guerrero and the, the frog splash. <laughs> that was a sweet finish. That's though. a cool move. That was a, a top rope move like that. And in midair had to perform. That's good yeah. stuff. Yeah, I'm all right. I, any. Anytime you're jumping off the top rope, I'm I'm cool with that move. Even, although, although even Macho, Macho Man, I was gonna say it's elbow just an elbow drop, <laughs> but still he like climbed because up and to fucking, stand there. Yeah. And, yeah, and you still have to land it. Right. <laughs> There's always the concern that you're gonna somehow miss that shit. You know, I know wrestling gets so much shit for being fake, but I don't know how more dudes don't die in the ring with the shit they do now. Like, those guys are <laughs> fucking Jim crazy. pops in and immediately says, Penguin scored touchdown, but missed the extra point. <laughs> Jim, we were talking about you earlier when they were going nuts, and I'm like, well, when he hears this on Monday, but here you are. Yeah, we were watching, and it was a shit show. Yeah, so, okay, so let's let's get into let's the Let's talk NHL to you about that. Um, so now the Penguins are up three games to two. <sighs> I know they were a little nervous after... Not getting a win in Nashville, we saw some Penguins fans get a little freaked out. Um, but they they have now taken, taken the lead. lead. Home ice team still has not lost in the Stanley Cup, so now they're heading back to Nashville. Do you think the Penguins finish it up on Sunday, or do you think no, it goes back? I to absolutely for game seven? think that this is going to come down to Game Seven because the NHL playoffs up until this point have all been so epic. And there's no reason why that the home team wouldn't hold serve when they've held serve every game so far in this series. Definitely going to game seven. And then, I don't know, I mean, unfortunately, if the home team has held serve, if you're a Predators fan, then get ready to be disappointed. I feel like if if Pittsburgh doesn't win game six, then Nashville's going to win the series. Nah, I still think... Because that's the thing about... They're, they're, to me... Man, there's no there's no momentum. Here's why I say that. Here's why I say that. If if they get to that game seven, if Pittsburgh loses in Nashville and it goes to game seven, okay. it's now one and done. And Pittsburgh has all the pressure. Mm-hmm. You're on home ice. You're the defending champs. Nashville has nothing to lose at that point. They become the Cleveland Cavs from last year. It's it's essentially the same matchup as Cavs in Golden State from last year in that game seven. I'm I'm going with the Predators in a Game 7 matchup. Unfortunately, I think Predators win Game 6, Penguins win Game 7. I just I just got that feeling. I don't I don't know what's going to happen in Game 6. I uh I I think it'll be a better game than what we saw tonight. Well, uh, either way, either way, no matter who this, wins it, I think it's going to be close. I'll tell you though, this is the first one that I thought the Predators got completely outplayed. All of the games Dude, so far, that was, you could argue trashed. that the Predators could have won any of those games. Yeah. Tonight completely just shat the bed. There was no chance from the word go. It so. was a, it was a brutal one to watch if you're a Predators fan. Uh or if you're a Patrick Subban fan, it might be a, a tough one to watch. Wow, fuck you. <laughs> uh you want to try to This name is some about players? the time that Joe reminds you that you're a fucking jinx and so that means that Penguins will be winning. You did totally fuck up the Predators now. And all those people from Nashville call in and tell Mike to go fuck himself because he just ruined your hopes for winning a Stanley Cup. Yeah. That's what I fucking do, man. That's what I do I on know, this show. But I'm just like, I know, know. I know my powers. Okay. Why do you think I've picked against Pittsburgh every fucking round? The only. <laughs> 
the first Here's round the part I will, where he tries to turn his no, jinxing into genius. Folks the second round I explain. I will why admit. He was all a second round plan. I will He's admit. Frank Underwood out here. I am fucking Frank Underwood. No, you're when it not. Comes to, when you're it the comes worst. To the only time I really thought the Penguins might lose was against the Capitals because I was just playing the odds in that one. But ever since then, I'm a, I'm been Which in a was point. The least the least likely that they would lose. I I'm. D- I'm just saying, I felt like the Capitals had a, a chance in that one, and uh, I've picked against Pittsburgh every other time because I know, first of all, I can't pick Pittsburgh. There are too many Pittsburgh fans that listen to this show that would beat the shit out of me physically. Mostly Liz. If I picked them and they lost. So I will never pick uh, the Pittsburgh Penguins to win anything because that's I'm not a fucking psycho. Oh, you're going with the wild blue before you get iced. Before I nail all the black players and don't get iced? Okay, sure. Oh, go fuck yourself. Uh, <laughs> uh, it's Wild Blue. That's anheuser Bush's Blueberry Lager, 8%. That's the guest beer. How the, the fuck is it so sweet? Right. It's like, At 8%. It's like blueberry And here's the thing. Juice. I was just going to say, here's the thing. I like... I, I, I almost picked this up a bunch of times because I thought that's definitely something that I would like. Uh, uh, I've had a couple of blueberry-flavored lagers here and there, and they're pretty good. But this is over the top. Yeah. It's not good. No, it's a bad beer. Um, I would can the fuck out of it. <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, I got to be honest with you. It tastes like a um, a blueberry wine cooler. It's that yeah. sweet to me. Yeah, it's no good. It's no good at all. Uh, so, can it, right? Um, absolutely. <laughs> uh, without a doubt. Uh, there's <laughs> nothing I would do but can <laughs> All right, let's get into uh, Scott getting iced. Uh, or maybe not, because he seems to be a little confident. Scott needs to name all of the black players in the NHL. If not, he has to drink this. Fancy looking Smirnoff ice this week. Um, <laughs> so you went to the store. They didn't have any regular ice. They just had the the blue ice. Yeah, this uh, all American red, white, and berry. It's limited, but so limited that they just have regular <laughs> shit. So not only did I have to be seen purchasing this shit, I gotta drink it. Uh, drink it on video is what you have to do. Um, all right, Scott, whenever you're ready, name those black hockey players. Darnell Nurse. P.K. Subban. Wayne Simmons. Uh, Pierre. Bellamare. Yeah, you're good. Pierre Edward Bellamare. Uh, yeah. Did I say P.K. Subban? You did say P.K. <laughs> <laughs> you went to P.K. Subban was, twice. That, that was Eric. That was for Eric. Uh, okay. Uh, Joshua Hosang. Yep. Um. Yeah, that's all I got. I, Jesus, I just, man. I'm shitting the bed this week, and I it, it's whatever. You're shitting your you're shitting the bed because you know for the next two weeks you don't have to do this because we're at breweries. So I didn't even safe, think about that. You're safe the next two weeks from. Didn't this. even think about. So that. you're just like fuck it, whatever. Uh, you missed Seth Jones, Devonte Smith, Pelly. You missed Kyle Ocposo, Evander I, I missed Kane, all of them. JT I mean, Brown, Johnny Oduya, Ryan Reeves. They all, I suck. I'm Justin the worst Biflin, black <laughs> non-hockey fan ever. Jerome McGinla, Joel Ward, Andreas Martinson, and Chris Stewart. So, Scott, why don't you go ahead and uh, 
Pop that top of that blue ass Smirnoff. <laughs> Your Smurf beer. Ah, <laughs> oh, shit. Um, by the way, I don't know if you guys are looking on Facebook. It says today is a holiday, which may affect our open hours. I don't know <laughs> what that. First of all, I don't know what holiday it is today. Uh, second of all, their blanket is Loki Smirnoff, lover. <laughs> yeah, because I get my rocks off on this shit. <laughs> Oh, uh, shit. Blake's saying you picked this on purpose. Um, Blake. <laughs> uh, we didn't put a mic on you this oh time. Oh, my God. Are you going to be able to... It tastes down- like melted bomb pop. I don't think people heard that. You said it tastes like melted bomb pop? It tastes like a melted bomb pop. <laughs> it looks Awful. like a melted bomb pop. <laughs> oh, shit. This is going to be... This is officially a punishment now. Like, I mean, Smirnoff is bad enough, but this is really bad. Oh, that looked painful, man. You all right? <laughs> That's worse than a regular one. <laughs> oh, my God. Scott says that <sighs> is worse than a regular Smirnoff, so... Uh, it- <coughs> you all right, bud? You yeah, the, the flavors... Is- it's blue raspberry cherry and the the citrus all mixed together. Ugh. It is not something you want to drink. I don't know who drinks that shit for pleasure. Uh, 16-year-old girls. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> Joe said, and there's the burp. <laughs> Somebody's a fan of the show. That's why we got to get that that mic, just to, so the people can really hear it. We got oh. to move that fourth mic over for you. Um, all right, so you're going with Nashville winning Game Six, Pittsburgh winning Game Seven. Yeah, even though I originally picked Nashville to win the series, I just you're all just going home ice. Uh, well, because that's the way it's gone, and I the way Nashville has played at home and the way that place is when they're there, I don't see them losing. Plus, they're down, so they need to come back, and then they've got to turn around and go back on the road. And same thing for Pittsburgh; they've played amazing at home. It'll be rocking. It's Game 7. They've already dealt with Game 7s, what, twice now in the playoffs? I think so. There's no way. I I just don't know how Nashville, this being their first time ever, can handle that pressure of going on the road and winning. Well, that's Back-to-back a, games when it hasn't been done in this series. That's once. why I, I, I don't know if Nashville can handle just being in that position now. Like, you don't have that experience in your this is it. It's now, no, I under, it's now I, win or your season's over, and I don't know if – like, this is where that experience really helps out. I understand that. that it. It's just that they uh, – You think the home ice is going to – The the home ice and the Even fact though that on the show we have said game, home ice doesn't mean shit. It, well, but it, it's a serious to serious <laughs> thing. I, I, I think fair. overall that hockey, point. it doesn't necessarily matter. But in a series, it can definitely matter based off the team. And, you know. I, that's fair. No, that's a fair point. Um I, I don't know what's going to happen in it. I, I'm not going to pick either way, but I will I will say if it goes seven, I'm going Predators. I'll just leave it at that. <laughs> I, I just want to apologize in advance to all the Predators fans out there that, you know, <laughs> yeah, may, we've got, may have a rooting chance. We've got such a strong listenership in Nashville. There's, <laughs> there's so many Nashville fans that listen to this show. <laughs> well... <laughs> We're trying to grow our brand, so don't discount it. To and you got to remember, there could be Nashville fans who go back and listen to our archive podcast, and they could be listening to this someday and think, that motherfucker 
I'm no longer Good. listening to this shit. Nah, somebody's gonna. They're <laughs> gonna tune in, just like people watch for Mark May. They're like, "Fuck Mark May." I, I like watch Mark it. May. I want to watch and see what he said. Nah, fuck him. He sucks. I like Mark May, but people watch just to fucking hate what he picks. I'll be the Mark May of this show. No, I feel like I gotta be the Mark May of the show. <laughs> it's fairly obvious why, but why? Because I'm <laughs> more skilled. I don't know. Oh shit! All right, um, should we should we talk about the nightmare that is the NBA finals? Or should we just leave it on the cutting room floor, like dude, like the NBA has? All right. So the only thing that I would say about this one is, <laughs> how pissed would Cleveland fans be if LeBron James opts out after this season? No, how pissed would uh, this is the most important part? How pissed would Cleveland fans be if they hadn't come back? From the 3-1 deficit last year. That's true. Because you can sleep well at night. It, it, I, I was talking about it with some of my f- my buddies who are diehard Cleveland fans before, earlier today. I, t- I, I was saying, you know, if I'm you, my thought is, man, you know what? We won last year, and that's not to say that you don't want to win everywhere, that you're not trying to. And when you get to the finals, all right, you you expect that. But you got, you got, got a fairly monkey good off chance. your back. You got the monkey off your back, but... What what are you supposed to do? You you literally throw your hands up and say, "They've got this super team. Dude, what can we possibly and, do?" And even Durant best, has gone ham. And even with the best player in the world, it isn't enough when you're talking about having. Then on the opposite side, you've got four of the top fifteen, twenty yeah. players in the world. It's just too much. And yeah. I I totally get it if you're a Cavs fan and it's like. What, what, like, what are you going to do? You just throw your palms up. We we got last year, and we won our championship, and this is just what I it think, is. Like, I think anyone, I don't understand being frustrated, I guess, if you're a Cavs fan. I think any realistic Cavs fan came into this series knowing they probably weren't going to win it. Man, no. See, because uh, I, I don't, I don't want to say that they felt like they weren't going to win it. They may have felt it was going to be a long shot, but we talked – before the series started, and we both said that we wouldn't be shocked if Cleveland won. Right. But maybe we were the naive ones. <laughs> maybe, maybe we should have seen this coming. But at the same time, nobody can predict and nobody should think it's never happened in NBA history. No team is supposed to go through the, the, the entirety of the playoffs and the finals undefeated. If, right. If the Warriors win this game, what the fuck? What it's, was this whole year for? Yeah, it's unreal to to think that the Warriors... It's one thing to joke about it. It's entirely another thing to watch it play out and then have it happen exactly like you expect. Only, they never even... They never even suffered they a setback. Even, they don't even break a sweat. Right. They don't I even... Guess, I guess, they barely even go into halftime. I guess like, game like three was, was breaking a sweat. Game three hitting in the game, finals yeah, was hitting breaking. A, a, oh, a shot when there was 48 seconds left. Yeah, that's, that's as close to right. maybe losing a game that they've come the yeah. entire playoffs. That's insane. It's it's uh, it's pretty ridiculous, man. Um, I think Cleveland, the, they need to keep LeBron, and they need to make a, a couple moves this offseason. But to they're compete. hamstrung, man. They're hamstrung. I don't, uh, I don't think they're in a position to. They've done everything that you could possibly do with the, uh, the money that they have, and they – the limits that the cap provides, they're kind of fucked. Take that luxury tax, baby. You can but they've paid the luxury tax <laughs> two years in a row now. I mean, but doesn't the cap? There, there's more cap room 
uh, next year, right? Yeah, but it's still the the way everything's structured, and we're talking about moving contract. They they have to move a whole lot off to bring a lot in, and then you're depleting the bench, and it, it just there there yeah. there aren't a lot of things you can do with the way the team is structured. That's why Dan Gilbert gets the big bucks to try to figure that shit out because well, they no, need the something. GM does. <laughs> That's a good point. Hey, you pay uh, a guy to do that. Uh, I mean, I would. Sorry, I'm a Bengals fan. I'm used to just the owner meddling I mean, in fair everything. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, that uh, by the time this airs, the the series may be over. Uh, I I gotta believe it. It doesn't. I, they're look gonna good. sweep. I just I don't see any other way. I don't see. I still think the, the Cavs, Cavs have played fantastic in Game Three and still lost. They played the probably their absolute best. That's the hardest pill to swallow. Like the the first couple games, you can be like, all right, we lost, but our bench players didn't perform like. Nobody showed up besides LeBron and Kyrie. Like, that was it that produced anything in the first two games of that series. Game three, you don't really have that to fall back on. No. I I don't know. I I feel – I thought back to a year ago when the whole Durant thing happened, and, and I still feel the same way that he has the right to make that decision. I'm perfectly fine with it. It was in the contract. I don't have anything else – but man, I I actually do feel a little bit. I, I am going to feel a little bit different about Durant from the aspect of because this thing happened so easy. I yeah. am just going to look at it and think, okay, you got a ring, right? But what'd you do to do it? I Big mean, you deal. sold your soul. I mean, okay, so what? You fucking sold out to AB InBev is what he did, right? Kevin Durant, yeah. Kevin Durant let AB InBev come I mean, in and, and, and buy and good him for out. you. So you get that monkey off your back, and it's fine. And again, I, I'm not going to think less of Kevin Durant. I'm just going to think less of this ring. It's it's almost like a ring with an asterisk next to it. Yeah, yeah, like, he won that ring, but you and especially should have. Yeah. it would have been a bigger story if you didn't, right? Like, and especially if he and I don't, I doubt that this will happen because the way they're structured for the next four years, they're probably going to win all of them. Probably. But imagine if for whatever reason something happens and you know people get injured or just, just, just things happen that we don't know. Imagine if this is the only one. He ever wins for whatever reason. Yeah. To me, it's some uh, someday I'm just going to look at it and say, uh, you won one, but he d- I mean, yeah, there's nothing that you could. It, this doesn't help his legacy at all. Right. This doesn't. Nobody's going to look at this and be like, Durant, that's it. You right. Yeah. You're in the conversation yeah. now, man. Now, I will say he has played phenomenally in this final. No, like, he's done he everything is, you possibly could in the position he's in. But and it's I, still like, mm, yeah, nah. I, I still look at it and think, but what do you have to do to get it? Yeah. I mean, as great as you are, if you're that great, and I, I think you are, I, I really, I do, I respect Kevin Durant's game, I admire him, I, I do think he's, you know, second best player in the world behind LeBron, but. What does it all mean if you had to team up with the right. super team to to yeah. get over that hump? I mean, it, it it's just as if it's just like those guys at the end of their career that ring chase. You're you're like, oh, okay, you, you got a ring, but what do you have to do to get it? You have right. to sell sell your soul, and I mean, I don't I don't think less of Kevin Durant as a person. I just think less of his accomplishment. That's all. Yeah, he's uh, yeah, it's not that big of a deal. It's like, yeah, it's the ring that, yes, you should have gotten. Yeah. And if you didn't get it, that's the bigger story. 
and, and the ring that you look at and say, "Well, good for you. <laughs> cool story, bro." <laughs> right. I got this ring. Huh. You'll still oh, be okay. more right now. You're still more <laughs> remembered for giving your mom the MVP, dedicating the mom <laughs> for the MVP. Like that's to me, that's the <laughs> defining moment of his career right now. Is yeah, that, is that when when nobody hated Kevin Durant and I, again, I'm not in that majority that does. But I don't. Ha- yeah, I don't hate him. No, I, just I have nothing against him. Like, well, yeah, yeah, just it's just the accomplishment that's kind of right. <laughs> I'm basically how everybody felt about LeBron when he went to Miami. Just like, yeah, and nah, and my Cleveland really... fans say the same thing. They're like, yeah, those those rings that he won in Miami, I still kind of poo poo because yeah. the only one that really and I think that too to a certain degree. I mean, I give him credit for him because it wasn't the same exact thing as KD. Right, it wasn't, but it it does have that. Eh, that yeah, but feel you, to you, it. you yeah. still had you still had to do what you had to do to get there. Right, so right, I, I I'll always remember that. Yep, I agree. Uh, all right, NFL, let's do this real quick. There were some rule changes this week that, that were announced. Which, utterly ridiculous. Again, <laughs> just like any time the, the NFL tries to um, act like they're progressive, hey, I guess. Hey, we're cool, guys. Yeah, Come I hang mean, out. They try to pretend like what they're doing is special in, in any type of way, when really they're just going back to something that... Or, the NFL is basically they, the NFL is basically like your dad trying to be cool, like trying to hang out with your friends, and like everybody's like, "Come on, dad, you're fucking embarrassing." Well, and, this and to take that just a little bit on. further, they're your parents when say your curfew is nine, and they're like, "Oh, it, tonight's a special night. It's <laughs> it's senior night. We're gonna let you stay out till 10. <laughs> oh shit. We're going to let you stay out to 10. And they think oh, that's a big deal, right? Oh, yeah. man. So the NFL announced this week that um, they're going to make a huge rule change. And that comes with the advertising this fall. But get ready because now you get to see liquor ads, which, funny enough, I never even sat here and thought I that the NFL yeah. didn't have liquor ads. I didn't notice no liquor ads. Never thought about it. But apparently the NFL had barred liquor ads from playing, which – Taking that social stand when you see 1,900 beer commercials right. during NFL games, which is probably why we never thought of yeah, there being no liquor ads. Because yeah, there's so many beer ads, it's it's all booze, right? Yeah. And what's the difference between having 40 beers, which apparently the NFL encourages based off having all these advertisements, <laughs> and taking one shot of tequila? Well, apparently for the NFL, a huge deal, but now they... They loosen their panties on that, and uh, liquor can be advertised on TV during games. But just like with the celebration rules, there's all sorts of stipulations. Of course, they can't yeah, just they can't open just do up. it. So the spots can only be 30 seconds in length. They must include a quote, prominent social responsibility message, whatever the fuck that means. <laughs> Because you know how responsible you are when you're drinking liquor. <laughs> well, that's just they gotta they gotta put that thing at the end of the commercial. It's like, please drink responsibly. Well, I guess. Oh, okay. Yeah, I mean, Thanks. I guess. I guess that's what it is. Um, they uh, they can't be targeted underage drinkers. Which no shit. It's not like any of these beer ads have been sitting there like, hey, you're 13, you want a beer? <laughs> NFL, bro. I do. And speaking of which, they also can't contain a football theme. Because again, how many of these but beers, beer, but beer beers commercials do. do kind of do have a 
Right. Guess, so why is person. it okay for them but not the liquor to I tie don't into understand football? Because like, it just goes back to my point. Because that's very vague. Like that means you can't even have you can't even have a commercial for like your whiskey where you're at a tailgate. Take like cheersing with whiskey. You can't do that. Right. And that's if you think about it, that's what these advertisers want to do. Like they're they're tr- going to try to market to football fans. So you want to make your commercials appear to football football fans is like, hey, you can enjoy our product while you're enjoying it. Because most people don't really associate hard liquor with football. The only time I do is if I'm thinking of like ways to sneak booze into a stadium. That's the only time I'm thinking of hard liquor in football. Otherwise, I'm like, yeah, I'm going to go pound some beers at a tailgate, go to a stadium and drink ridiculously overpriced beers, and then I'm going to watch a football game. I'm don't. I'm not thinking. Oh, you know what would go great with this football game? This bourbon that I've had aging for the last ten years. <laughs> that's going to be really good. That's gonna. That's gonna hit the spot. But that's who these guys need to advertise to, and they can't. Like you're not allowed to incorporate a football theme. That's stupid. That well, might be the dumbest rule in there to me. The the part of the rule that's the stupidest. Yeah, like well, I'm, to me, the 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 stupidest part is the marketing to underage people because no fucking shit you can't market to underage people you can't market anything to anybody right. that has an age restriction on it you can't go underneath it i mean to think that the nfl has to stipulate I you was, can't do this i was really looking as for if, the tequila version of joe camel that's what i was really hoping for but t Cerrone on the rocks is that a fucking baby <laughs> oh my god the nfl really they allowed that to happen? A baby just ordered De Serrano on the rocks? And how's that baby talking? <laughs> Holy shit. You'll be the coolest kid on the playground with De Serrano on the rocks. <laughs> I, I I don't know. It's just one of those things that it seems so completely it's no duh it's that you don't even have to dumb. mention it. But here's the NFL. We got to control everything. Yeah. Well, and and they have to like pretend. It all just comes down to them. This shit's awful. I'm going back to. I don't know why. <laughs> Thank I you. I don't know I don't why, know why, why kept I kept drinking, drinking it. Jesus Christ. That's one. That's one beer that I'm like, yeah, you can throw that away, man. It's bad. It's, it's disgusting. Ass. It's it's blueberry juice. Ugh. That's somehow eight percent. Which doesn't taste like it either. No, I'm I'm willing to bet it's probably not eight percent. I would like to test it and then oh fuck, dude, let's test it and then sue them if it's not eight percent. Yes. <laughs> I'm all about suing people. That's the American way to get rich. Hell yeah. That's how we do it. That's how we're going to fund the next year of Craft Root Sports is suing AB InBev. All right. Well, another story that we didn't fit in, but it's just like a quick hitter. So on Saturday, I think it was Saturday because I got the text Sunday morning. Former New York Knicks, L.A. Lakers coach slash player when he was with the Lakers. Derek Fisher gets into a car accident. He said, hey, Tiger Woods, hold my beer. Right. <laughs> he, he did Tiger Woods one, one better and gets into a car accident, flips the SUV he's driving. And that was all I heard, that he got into yeah. a car accident, got arrested. That was it. Until, until this morning when it was found out that you may know that Derek Fisher was dating or is currently dating, rather, uh, former – teammate i don't know if they ever played together but he definitely coached matt barnes yeah at some definitely point. coached him i don't know if they played matt together. barnes's ex-wife 
is who Derek Fisher. There's a whole long history <sighs> with Derek Fisher banging Matt Barnes' ex-wife. That's like some, which was a sticky situation to begin with. Crazy, right? That's like some Delonte West, LeBron James type ship right there. I didn't even go there, but yeah. <laughs> so the it turns out that this SUV that Derek Fisher flipped was actually registered to Matt Barnes. And Matt Barnes had apparently specifically given this SUV to his wife to take the kids around. Like, it was for her and the kids. And apparently, Derek Fisher was joyriding in this bitch and drunk and flipped it. I mean, how do you feel if you're Matt Barnes and you get that call and it's like, hey, we've got this SUV in your name and it's been totaled and blah, blah, blah. Oh, my God. Oh what happened? Is my wife okay? Yeah, it, Are my kids my, okay? I know, uh, the kids okay? I guess not wife. That, he right, probably yeah, yeah. was like, fuck, is she Whatever. Dead? Is that bitch okay? <laughs> <laughs> is that bitch okay? Are the kids okay? But for real. And then it's like, oh, no, no, they're, they're fine. Um, actually, the, the driver and uh, the one we arrested was one, um, says here, Mr. Derek Fisher. That motherfucker. <laughs> it's not even a motherfucker. He's a motherfucker. He, he hits him with that big baby Davis motherfucker. Because <laughs> I know I would. I know I would if my ex's next dude is out here driving an SUV that I'm paying for. It. It's registered in my That's name. That's the worst and part. flips that That's shit. That's the worst part. Oh, my God. Oh, man. I hope he had gap coverage. <laughs> Fuck, man, that is such a good story and so rough. Ah, oh, I don't, I don't know what I'd do. I'm too much of a bitch. I'd be like, oh, I hope he's okay. I hope he, I hope he didn't hurt himself too much. Yeah, but it uh, just the funniest story to me because <laughs> they already had this history and it was yeah. already kind of tongue in cheek and funny. And there's all sorts of memes and there's all sorts of crazy videos and just different <laughs> scenarios. And then this happens and it's like. What? You gotta right. be fucking kidding me. <laughs> how, how was this actually a thing? How did this actually happen? So rough, man. That's brutal. Um, <laughs> uh, should we get into Consume It or Can It, man? Uh, yes. I and actually, been... yeah? Consume It or Can It, this week, yeah. we've got a sponsor. What? Right. Dude, yeah, that's right. You kept this from me all week long. I kept this from you because the sponsor wanted to keep it private. But oh god, damn didn't it. want you to know. Oh god, damn it! Said we're always bitching about how we're not consumer can. It's not sponsored. So this week, <laughs> we were handed two dollars, <laughs> a dollar for me, and a dollar for you. This week, consumer Canada is brought to you by Tyson Thorpe. Yeah, yeah. Tyson Thorpe. Congratulations, you are the first ever sponsor for Consumer Canada. <laughs> oh, shit. So Consumer Canada has been brought to you by Tyson Thorpe. That's Tyson Thorpe, fan of <laughs> all things Chicago. We did not get an update on uh, the quarterback no, situation no in, in Chicago, but... Tyson, there's still time to call in, man, if you want to call in and, and uh, tell us how Mitchell Trubisky has been doing in... Uh, <laughs> Trey, you fucking you paid you, for the you time, bought buddy. it. <laughs> you bought the time. We will let you call in. Uh, it's late. He's sleeping, man. It's like eleven thirty on. Actually, Thursday. I think he's... he just got off work. Oh, nice. All right, he works well, nights and it, desk shift just ended. So I'm pretty sure he just. Tyson, give us a call. Let us know how Mitch is doing. Uh, <laughs> where he is. 
right. You were like, we got a sponsor. I'm like, we do it. We do. I told you not to get jacked up, though. I told you. You did. But I'm super jacked up. Are you kidding me? Well, you said, even if it's $5, that's more than we got. And I thought, well, it's $3 it's less than that. But <laughs> <laughs> Combined, it's $3 less than that. I'm going to frame this one and like hang it up right here so that it, there's like a dollar bill hanging. The, the first, yeah. The first. Tyson Thor- Memorial <laughs> dollar. All right, Zoom Canada, this week we have Panther Hollow by Millersburg Brewing out of Millersburg, Ohio. Vanilla Porter, 6.25% ABV. I'll go first. Can the fuck out of it. Just kidding. I'm consuming it. <laughs> it took me a second because I, I was like, did I just, you just say I can? You, you meant to say can? No, I saw you looking at your phone and I was like, uh, I'm going to say I wasn't looking at my phone. It. I was actually looking at the live feed <laughs> to see if we had any questions. I wanted to see if you were paying attention. I totally was. And I'm like, wait, what? He yeah. meant to say consume. He just fucked yeah. up. I'm consuming the shit out of this beer. It's so yeah, good. Yeah, no, it's absolutely. It's so good. Consume. I love the fact that they are distributing now. Because when I was there a couple years ago, you could only buy the beer at the brewery. There was no beer available anywhere else. And now that they're canning it and sending it out, if you see it, pick it up. Millersburg Brewing is an awesome brewery. Um, and they are. this isn't their only really good beer, too. Their French Ridge IPA is delicious, too. And I'm not an IPA guy, but I'm on board with it. Okay. Millersburg Brewing. So real quick, all of it. while we're on Consumer Canada, brought to you by Tyson Thorpe. Um, so last week... We had Gumball Head, and I told yeah. that story about how Steve had said, you know, this is really hard to find. I did. I, you thought maybe he was confused. I was the one confused because he did tell me that Zombie Dust was actually the That's, one that you okay. can't actually right, find good. anywhere. Yeah. And I got that confused. So I thought okay. that Gumball Head was the one, but it's actually Zombie yes. Dust that you can't zombie actually dust get is hard anywhere. To find but, in Ohio. Yeah, I was going to say, yeah. and you usually can't get anywhere but the brewery. So yes. I just wanted to okay. clarify that that Good. I screwed that up last week, and nice. no, that makes me feel better. I no, was like, I know, uh, and you were looking at me funny, and I thought I was like, no, he was really particular about this, and he really knew his shit, and but I, I, I specifically thought that that was, but no, Gumball Head you can find around here. It's, Check it out. It's Good tough beer. to find. Absolutely double consume, but Zombie Dust is the one that he said that we might even have to go on the road. It'd be worth. I think Tracking I can, down. I think I might be able to get us some zombie dust. I'm Let me work some too. contacts. We'll we'll see what we can do. But uh, double consume on Panther Hollow Vanilla Porter. All right, and fine, fine. Vanilla. Fucking Blake, he's all on our day. <laughs> Wait, so, hang on. All right, this has been Consumer Can It brought, brought to you by, you by Tyson, Tyson Thorpe. Thorpe. Thank you, Tyson, for the sponsorship this week. <laughs> That's the fucking best, man. Right. Uh, if you too want to be a uh, sponsor on Consumer Can It. <laughs> Apparently, all it, the going rate two is two bucks, bucks. <laughs> a dollar a piece. If you can beat that, then you you too can be a sponsor on Consumer. Here's the other thing too, I'll read shit too. So if you are gonna pay for a sponsorship, right? I don't even. Think, I didn't. Even I think will about that. read. Tyson did have statement. a stipulation, but I, I, I told him I'd, I'd see what we could do, but I don't think we can. Uh, I'll, I'll tell you after the show. Okay. We'll wait, I, until, we, we'll, we'll uh, wait until we cut the I, live I feed. Think, I don't think we can do it. Uh-oh. What That's, he wanted us to do. That sounds He rough. did He did have one stipulation. But <laughs> go ahead, man. I told him, I was like, we'll see gonna, about it. Am I going to have to give this dollar back now? Because we're not agreeing to the contract that he had? Maybe. <laughs> but right. I did tell him it was a long <laughs> shot. I, I was like, I laughed, but I'm like, I don't know. All right. Uh, well, Blake is, is blowing this up, and we uh, will make the announcement. Thank you to all of you that listen to the show. We hit 500 likes on Facebook today. 
<laughs> we hit our 500 like, which means we're going to do something fucking weird. Uh, we'll something see that neither of us have personally. Uh, no, I do. I'm oh, do you? There. Yeah. I didn't know you had one. Yeah, I'm on there. It's all okay. pictures of my son. It's a uh, gay Facebook page. Um, <laughs> which is really weird because he's got pictures of his son on there. It's called but... Gaysbook. All right. Gaysbook. <laughs> Fantastic. No, we are going to start a uh, we're going to start a Craft Root Sports Instagram page because, uh, you know, you guys fucking love us that much that you probably want to follow us there, too. See, that's my only thing about so, having an Instagram page is one, I don't personally have one. And two, I, what do we take pictures of? What, what are you going to post? I don't even know. All them badass memes and gifts you're posting. Buddy. Ugh, Those are Jesus, all going on I Instagram, guess. too. And then we'll do we'll do dicks out for Harambe photo shoot. <laughs> God damn it. But, <laughs> but what I was going to say is we'll do a picture from next week's episode. Uh, when we're at the brewery. Yeah, we'll go with that one, too. Uh. <laughs> yeah, because we're not talking about the other one. So we're going to do the picture at the brewery. Yes, but that kind of shit we could but do. But our very first scenes. photo could be from the other thing you might have been alluding to. Yes. Okay. Uh, just anyway, stay tuned, everybody. That's what I'm trying to say. Well, we, can do, we can do shit. We can do funny uh, videos of me going in to buy an IPA and coming out with a porter or a stout. There's a lot of shit we can do with this. Or getting zinged by Ingbev. (laughs) 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 Fucking clickbaiting. Ingbev clickbaiting me. We can get those videos. Go follow us on Instagram is what we're trying to say. We don't have the account created just yet. Be so ready for that. It'll be up on Saturday. Follow us on there. It'll be up on Saturday, but wait. Here's the other thing. Who's starting that shit? Who's doing it? I got you. Okay, cool. I know we were going to do a, a coin toss. I'll do it. Because since I already have it. it, I got you, man. That's you fine. you got a busy weekend ahead of you, bro. I also have to go, no idea. You're about, about to go Instagram. hangover style on us this weekend. I'm not going to remember most of this weekend. That's good, man. That's I need the way to, to after do it. the way today ended, I need to <laughs> not remember this. <laughs> Jesus. Today has been one of those days. Francisco says that Blake was the silent partner in the sponsorship. No, it was fully. It was one hundred percent two dollars from Tyson. Uh, he Blake, contributed all eight quarters. Blake is the man behind all of our social media. Basically, he yes. is a fucking mastermind with this. He is the reason why we are at five hundred likes right now. That cheeky and, uh, bastard. <laughs> <laughs> He's a goddamn genius when it comes to social media, and I, I love him. And Blake's going to have us on his show uh, soon. Hopefully soon. Maybe I don't know. Soon. Blake, hit, it, hit us up, bro. <laughs> we're going to have Blake on this show. We gotta have a, we're going to have Blake on this show, we and we're going to talk some s- MMA. Uh, that's fine. we got so many shows we're supposed right, to here's be on, or people are supposed are... to be on our show. We went from, man, please, we wish we had a guest, to, oh, shit, we're booked for the, the next month. So next week, and we're booked on days that uh, next week, I think, is... Uh, Fibonacci? Fibonacci? Oh, Fibonacci. Yeah. All right. Well, that's, I think, yeah, that's who's next. And then the following week is Blank Slate. Ooh, that's going to be a good one. So assuming neither of them cancel on us, back-to-back, Fibonacci. Back-to-back away games. Yeah. <laughs> it's a road trip. And we <laughs> hope to God that your buddy doesn't show up at either of them to <laughs> fuck with our equipment. Oh, shit. I, oh, fuck, I hope not. Uh, we might need to get some bodyguards. Glenn said there. he enjoyed how skittish you were, dude. I tried to, I tried to like play it off, but I was so mad. 
I know, was but so it, was, it was funny. <laughs> I told him. I, I explained to him. Like, yeah, he was he was ready to throw down, whereas I was just like, please don't mess up this recording. I still want, <laughs> still want this recording to be fine. Like, fuck with all the shit, but just don't take anything. And just <laughs> make sure we don't have to fix anything. Blake says bring back Mike Jones. <laughs> no, no, no. It, it makes Mike too nervous. There's not going to be no Mike Jones. Joe says both of those are great spots. So, Joe, I hope to see you out at those. If you guys want to Right. If you want to join us, come hang out. Be part of the show. We'll tweet it out. We'll put it on Facebook. Which ones we're definitely going to be at? But because sure, it's it's Fibonacci, and then then uh, followed by Blank Slate. And I'm almost positive that was the order. But again, it's contingent on not being canceled. We are going to be on a little later for uh, Fibonacci because they have live music until ten. So hopefully, we're on by ten. It might be slightly later. So look for that to be just a little bit of a delay. Next Friday night. And yeah, then we'll the Friday, be a little bit late. Yeah, the Friday that. after that with Blank Slate, we should be good at a regular scheduled time between 9.30 and 10-ish, whenever the hell we get on or get our shit together. Yeah. Um, and then, You know how we do it. Yeah. but we We're fucking in the speakeasy tonight. We don't get on until 10. Right. As always, pay attention, though, because there could be other special things popping up. You just never So know. basically, if you're on Twitter, follow us on Twitter. If you're on Facebook... Hit us up on Facebook. Right. And now, if you're on Instagram, you can follow us on Instagram. Because there's a lot of shit fucking happening. Like, this this was the the last of maybe our normal sitting in the basement, just the two of us, for possibly the next five weeks. We actually have the next five weeks potentially booked up between away games and guests, everything we got going on, and there might even be one thing thrown in that we never in our wildest dreams imagined. Yep. This show this show could be fucking nuts. Right. <laughs> this could blow up like the world trade. <laughs> I'm quoting Biggie. I wasn't just no, being you're, insensitive. Yeah. I'm, I'm letting everybody know. I'm I'm disappointed that Blake never called in to uh to make that uh, War Machine story funny, but you know, whatever. Maybe there's always next week. He can always call in. Even though we're going to be at the brewery, we are still going to open up the drunk line because why the fuck not? Hit that up next week, 440 37 drunk. You can leave us a message during the week. If you don't want to talk to us live, that's fine too. Uh, if you want to interact throughout the week on Twitter at Craft B Sports, you can hit Scotty up at Scotty K underscore junior. Follow me at Mike Burlon. Listen, subscribe, rate, review. You guys are fucking awesome for hanging in there with all of this bullshit that we've been doing. Good Lord. <laughs> and show. all the bullshit we keep adding. Yeah, it's just every week we're like, hey, what if we do this? Fuck it, let's do it. <laughs> and you guys are awesome. You're like, yeah, you keep guys, going with it. You guys should do that. That's a good idea. Uh, but thank you guys for tuning in. Uh, make sure you check us out next week at Fibonacci Brewing. Come come hang out. Fuck it. Come hang out on Friday. Where Drink some beers be with us. We'll have extra mics set up. You could be the, you could be Mike Jones next week. <laughs> Mike who? <laughs> uh, this has been Crabroot Sports. Cheers, everybody. Peace.
Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Hi, I'm Maria. And I'm Mike. And we're Team Ready. Ready. Black Hills Energy knows your home is where your heart is. So they want you to be ready. It's all about keeping you safe, prepared, and making your home as energy efficient as possible. Everything from how to weatherize your home to how to stay safe during extreme weather. Be ready for anything. Go to blackhillsenergy.com slash team ready.